This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 162. Can you learn English in your sleep? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Today, we ask the question, can you learn English if you listen to vocabulary while you sleep? Let's review a study that had some interesting findings on this topic today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lindsay, have you ever tried to learn language while you sleep? Oh, no, I've never tried to. I mean, I have certainly had dreams in another language. That happens mm. a lot when I'm immersed, if I'm living abroad or if I'm just focusing heavily in a language at that moment, I will definitely dream in a second language. But yeah. I've never like tried to consume the language, like playing an audio while yeah. I'm asleep. Definitely Me before either. bed. I hadn't thought about right. that. I have fallen asleep listening to like a podcast in another language. Right. So maybe my brain was, you know, absorbing some of that vocabulary and I didn't even know it. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It seems kind of strange, but maybe it's true. Guys, today we're going to be summarizing a study that we found in Wired Magazine. The name of the study is We Can Learn New Languages While We Sleep. Interesting. Very straightforward title. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and this was from um, let's see, June 30th, 2014. So this is really good stuff. Really interesting. This is kind of just a theory. There was a study done and it was published in Cerebral Cortex. A study was done by a team from the Swiss National Science Foundation. So these are biopsychologists who, what do they do? What do they want to know, Aubrey? Yeah, they were trying to find out if you can learn language while sleeping. So they conducted an experiment with German students who were studying Dutch. Mm -hmm. And the students studied a series of Dutch words. And then what they did was half the students went to sleep. And the, the audio of these words was played to them while they slept. The other mm. half of the students stayed awake until 2 a.m. They listened to the audio of the same words while they were awake. And then yes. they at 2 a.m., they woke everyone up and the students who had gone to sleep and heard the audio while sleeping remembered the new words better than the students who had stayed awake. So is the question is the key the sleep or is the key the actual? <laughs> exactly right. Because um, there's a certain amount of sleep deprivation going there. And I, can, I, I put myself in this situation. If I learn some new vocabulary words and then from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., I hear them over and over. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would have a lot of negative emotions with those words. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's multiple times over and over and I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I'm lacking sleep. 
Yeah, that, so that yeah, might yeah, be interesting yeah. that this is creating this sort of negative um, association with the words and then you don't yeah. want to remember them. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen too. And it could feel like drudgery. Like we said before, I love right. that word drudgery. Like you're in a classroom and mm-hmm. you're just being forced to memorize these words. I mean, yeah, I think it, I think it probably is honestly more about sleep because I think they are just finding again and again how important sleep is to the For brain. For sure. Right. Yeah. And if they're, if you're, um, quizzed on vocabulary words at 2 a.m. when you're mm-hmm. super tired, I don't think I would do very well either. I mean, have you ever pulled an all nighter? Did you used to pull a lot of all nighters when you were in school and college? I did or, in yeah. college and I worked nights for a while and then I would have a test at 7 a.m. the next wow. day and my performance was usually not stellar in those not situations. Stellar. Yeah, usually when I stay up all night, it's only for a flight or something, a red eye, the cheaper, right? The red eyes are always yes. the cheaper flight. <laughs> and I cannot um, sleep on an airplane. I don't know about you, no, but I don't no, sleep on no. a red eye. Mm-mm, no, usually I do okay early. Like I get off the plane, I'll go to work or I'll start to work early and I'll be great until about 3 p.m. And then I'll just crash hard. Yeah. <laughs> and your brain doesn't even function. You're like a walking it's zombie. Bad. Yeah. And then you just have to finish work and go to bed at 3 p.m. because you're done and you think you've beaten it, right? I did it. Right. I, you know, I conquered this, but no, we need sleep. And it, our brain kind of massages the information we've taken in and processes it, puts it into its buckets. And it's just so key. So I think this is all about the sleep, not so much about hearing the words while sleeping. It's really interesting, right? You see an article about this and this is very, this is kind of clickbait, right? I want to click on this article if it's telling me Mm -hmm. I can learn a language in my sleep. But then when I read all the details about the study, I do sort of immediately think like, wait a minute, does this have more to do with how important sleep is (laughs) or more to do with that you can learn words in your sleep? Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I think in that case, you know, the lesson from today's episode episode is not that you should be playing words in your sleep. It's that you should make sure you do have good sleep hygiene. I like that expression, sleep yes. hygiene that you, what does that mean to you? Yeah, it means good sleep habits, right? Maybe you, to go to sleep at the same time each mm-hmm. night to not stay up all night, multiple times a week, right? To be making these poor decisions when it comes to sleep that go against everything we've learned about how important it is to have healthy sleep. I know it's so hard because I don't know if, are you a morning person or a night owl? Would you say? I'm a morning person for okay. sure. No yep. matter what, I'm awake at 6 a.m. So if I okay. stay up late, I'm still awake at 6 a.m. And then I have that 3 p.m. crash like you were talking about. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, for sure. I went to a talk. I think it was actually by Dan Pink. Do you know Dan Pink? He's kind of a, a like an industrial psychologist. No. I don't know if you know. He's great. He's written a lot of interesting things. I went to a talk by him at a marketing conference a couple of years ago, and he talked about how our culture, at least American culture, is super biased towards morning people. There are night owls, and these people do perform well in their own realm, but the nine to five schedule and the way our whole culture is set up is designed for the morning person, not the night owl. It's really interesting. 
That's yeah. true, right? If someone, especially if you have um, two people in a relationship, if one's oh. a night owl and one's a morning person, it's hard yeah. to make that work wow. because one of you is wanting to go out late at night and the other yeah. person knows they're going to be awake at 6 a.m. and yeah, no. that's not their ideal. So you have to compromise sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And then there's just actual science, which I've seen stuff that said that there are certain hours, windows of time when you should be asleep. Like it's, you know, I don't know the mm-hmm. exact, you know, maybe 1 a.m. I'm not sure. So it worries me if people are staying up really late and they're creating their own sleep schedules, are they missing key times when they should be asleep? You know, yeah, that REM sleep, right? And it's mm-hmm. kind of fascinating. We got this, it's a sleep number mattress where it tells oh, you like yeah. your sleep score yeah. and you can see where you're sleeping very deeply and where you're not. Interesting. And it's always kind of fascinating. You know, you sort of think, I don't remember waking up during the night, so my sleep must have been very restful. And then you see how restless you were all night. You're like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Oh, interesting. So does that come through on your phone? How does it collect the data? How does it know that you're sleeping deeply? Yeah. So it's a smart mattress that can feel your movements. And then yes, you have an app. So you can see on your phone, Hmm. your at what time you moved and how much you moved and and they can and the you know, they can tell from how much you moved and for how long what depth your sleep was. Oh, so they link. So is it so it's linked like moving is not considered deep sleep. Like if you're um, if you move a lot in your sleep. Oh, geez, I must never sleep deeply. I move all the time. (laughs) All the whole night I'm moving. (laughs) Right. Jeez. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I think the other thing that's interesting, I know there have been a lot of studies done about, um, like, for example, moms who read to babies in utero, right? Mm -hmm. When I was pregnant, I would do this. I would read books in English, in French, because I had read the studies that said that, you know, they absorb that language, makes babies smarter. And Mm -hmm. I was all for that. Or playing music for a baby in utero. And but, you know, we know that babies in utero are asleep almost okay. all the time. So <laughs> if they're absorbing any of that information, it's while they're sleeping. Then the so, study is true in that case, right? I know, right? So it's interesting to think about. I don't think it would work for me to try and learn language while I'm sleeping. I don't think I could sleep with audio playing. Yeah. But I don't know. There certainly could be listeners out there. I would love for you guys to come back and comment on the blog. Do you do this? Do you feel like it works? Do you ever play audio of vocabulary words or podcasts? Do you feel like you retain some of that? Interesting. Yeah. So guys, this is episode 162. Come back to the blog, search for it and leave a comment in the comment section. Tell us if you've tried this before. Personally, what I would rather do is just get a good sleep, get up early and then bake learning into my habits for the day, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. I listen to a podcast, I go for a walk with my dog in the park, and I implement movement with learning because I'm listening to the language. And then I have a language exchange. I do these other things. I don't know if I would count on learning at night while I'm asleep, but everyone has their own style. I I know, right? Everyone has their own thing, but it's also interesting. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of adults that have to have like white noise when they're sleeping, Mm -hmm. and they probably would be able to do this, have like audio playing. But then you go on a road trip with them and share a campsite or something and you have to deal with listening to their white noise machine. Gosh, yeah, there are a lot of people out there like that. Wait, they bring their white noise machine camping? Yeah, because they cannot sleep without it. I'm like, what about there's all these noises out in nature? Nope, I have to have the white noise machine right by my ear or every little noise outside the tent will wake me up, which is... 
fascinating. No. We had to pitch our tent very far from there so that their oh. white noise machine didn't keep us that's, awake. That feels so wrong. You're bringing <laughs> a piece of modern technology out into nature. It feels right? very against the way humans have evolved, right? Or <laughs> in the past. It's weird. That's weird. I know. Me. No judgment about any yeah, of no you judgment. out there who do that, but it's true. <laughs> it's weird to hear a white noise machine. I was like, can't you at least do maybe rainfall as the yeah, noise right, so right, it right, feels right, like right. it fits or in a little better? Or something. Yeah. Crickets. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. So we've been talking all about sleep. This is has been really fun, but really we want to hear from you guys today. So come back to the blog. Let us know, are you actually trying to learn English in your sleep and how are you doing it? We want to hear all about it. Good stuff yes. today, Aubrey. Exactly. Right. And come back. Make sure you guys follow us, All Ears English, four episodes every week. You don't want to miss a single one. Awesome. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.